Stories, fables, ghostly tales. <laughs> for those of you who know this laugh, this may be a little exciting for you. This episode is from the classic, one of the greats of all time radio awesomeness. Oh, yes. The Shadow, beating criminals with psychology and smarts and trickery. He's sort of like the Batman of old-time radio. In fact, he is. <laughs> Take a quick listen. With my entire usefulness to the organized forces of law and police lies in my remaining outside those forces, in remaining always the Shadow. In fact, the very first Batman script, The Case of the Chemical Syndicate, is a sort of homage to The Shadow. Bill Finger, the co-creator of Batman, later publicly admitted, my first Batman script was a takeoff on a Shadow story. So if you're a fan of Batman and old time radio, this is where it all began, folks. This is what launched a comic franchise. Generations of young folk would learn to love old time radio as well as imaginations from all over the globe would be sparked. This is the first episode of The Shadow, and I'm not gonna lie here, it was difficult to remaster. Yep, some unusual issues, as the audio was recorded in 22,000 hertz, opposed to, let's say, 48,000 hertz, which is what you're hearing right now. But at that 22,000 hertz range, there is enough noise present to sneak in between the audio, and it would be unlikely for me to edit that audio out without stripping some of the audibility and clarity from that episode. Think of your audio as a tree, with deep roots, and as you start cutting away the tree's weeds, there is going to be a point where the weed and the tree are so close to each other that cutting that weed out means cutting a chunk of that tree out with it. Totally not worth it, and could kill the tree. The noise of the audio is so close to the original content that going any deeper is just going to cause the audio more harm than good. So hopefully you get my point. Anyway, I have my Earl Grey with me, and it's time to thank my awesome supporters, my Ode Night Tea Titans. Matthew J. Bauer, the inviting spectre. Doors left open, windows usher in a gentle breeze, as keys jangle in the night and drawers in households are slowly pulled open. The inviting spectre is rarely seen a guardian of the night, and the stalker of all those that prey on the unaware. The inviting spectre lures those criminals, making them his prey. A simple low whistle, and a slam of a door. The inviting spectre toys with his prey, using sound to pull them ever closer into the weave of darkness that has them stumbling to their demise. Before they know it, they just invited the spectre to play a game. They would always lose. Maya, the skulking silhouette. Criminals of the city, Scepter, are few and far between for the reason that the skulking silhouette causes them and their syndicates to second-guess their operations at every turn. The silhouette does not communicate to the press, the police, or the people, and has never been identified. At times, people believe they saw something moving in the night before stumbling upon multiple men, unconscious or wildly swinging into the air. 
not to mention tied upside down or pinned to a wall by their shirts. What they don't realize is that the silhouette hides in plain sight amidst the common folk, whilst being agile enough to smoothly slink away. Criminals have only remarked the same aspect of the silhouette every time, that he or she is smiling and could swear that they heard laughter. Solstra, the contour of darkness. If you could bottle the void of the night, the contour of darkness would be such an item. At every turn, they are watching, waiting, then striking. Unlike other knights of justice, the contour of darkness is visible, seen by many, and for those that do see her are bewildered by their nimbleness, moving, darting, slipping through openings as wide as a bowling ball, as if transforming their body into the litheness of a cat, and the nimbleness of a bird in flight. The contour of darkness puts criminals down hard, and not many survive the night, and should they talk, well, they don't talk for long. The contour of darkness traces shapes around the criminal world. Thank you so much, you lovelies. Of course, today my thanks are inspired by today's episode, and I hope you love the characters that I portrayed you as. I wanted to give you a lot a mix of the original Shadow, a bit of Batman, and the darker attitude of Nightwing amongst all of your characters. You've got stealth, you've got nimbleness and skill, and also the brutality of Nightwing. I hope you love them. And my white tea warlords, I own cows, Hoofstep. The Hoofstep doesn't use stealth, doesn't align itself with subterfuge. Oh no, there is no need for him. The strength that exists in this man is unlike any, and many have wondered why the movement into justice was the prime choice other than the move into crime. And in reality, it could have gone both ways. Hoofstep is known for being the muscle of the police force, and when subterfuge, darkness, and stealth are just not options, you need someone who can bring the law and hit as hard as a herd of cattle. Hoofstep is your guy. Lee Bauer, the Jade Duster. A glint of green is what shines in the darkness and is enchanted to his name. The Jade Duster wields two polished knuckle dusters, one set for show, a beautiful, almost glowing jade reflecting off the moonlight, and another set for business, a green, stained steel of an item. When stealth is an option, the Jade Duster still opts for raw strength smashing the underworld with a clean uppercut of justice with keen punches. No two punches on a man are the same with this master Puglis. And each punch feels like you've been punched in the kisser for the very first time. Don't make a mistake of dueling with this fella. Mates, thank you both for being awesome and supporting this podcast. For you two, I went for a more aggressive perspective for your stories. Definitely a more strength-based approach opposed to stealth. But I hope you liked it. And my ill-grained forces. Chad Warren, Just Heather, Lorraine Crisanto, Paige Marcini, Peter Raffelli, Tasha Moncrief, Christina Boyd, and Divided by Zero. Also, a honorable mention to you, Aiden Devlin, and Sara Staltoloma for your support, too. Thank you all for being so damn amazing and keeping this show's blood pumping. It's supported by listeners like you completely now. 
exactly like all the people I just thanked. All of you amaze me. Now turn off the lights, turn up the sound, and let's listen to an authentic, nostalgic classic. who strikes terror in the very souls of sharpsters, lawbreakers, and criminals. All signs point to a severe winter. Be prepared. If you want to be sure of even, dependable, helpful heat in any kind of weather, insist on blue coal. America's finest anthracite mined from the fields of northern Pennsylvania. The coal that has colored a harmless blue at the mine for your protection. let you know that do you remember what you said it will be exactly five years next week but there's still so much to do margot so then let somebody else do it don't you realize that you can't keep on like this forever someone's certain to identify you and when that someone does someone else is certain to kill you perhaps but until they do stop frowning i don't mean necessarily to give up your work lamont but this other let the shadow just disappear and, and come out openly join the organized forces of law and police won't you realize margot that my entire usefulness to the organized forces of law and police lies in my remaining outside those forces, in remaining always the shadow. Would they approve my methods? Would they believe in my science? You would make them believe. You could make them approve. And in doing so, reveal my secrets, my knowledge. Reveal them and eventually let them fall into the hands of organized crime. No, Margot. No one must ever know. No one but you why do you think I've devoted countless hours to investigating electrical and chemical phenomena? Why do you think I went to India, to, to Egypt, to China? What do you think I studied in London, Paris, and Vienna? Except to learn the old mystery that modern science has not yet rediscovered. The natural magic modern psychology is beginning to understand. And, well, magic that wouldn't seem so natural. I studied and learned for a purpose, my dear. All right, Lamont, I, I realize all that. But now, now the entire underworld has but one objective, to erase the shadow. And to me, that means... Until they know what the shadow is, 
and who he is, what can they do? Stop and think how many criminals are either dead or in prison because of our activities. Why, even now, tonight, as we sit quietly here, somewhere, an innocent human being may be in desperate trouble. Somewhere, perhaps, there is a problem that can never be solved, except by the shadow. What did the doctor say, Grace? It was good news and bad, too, I'm afraid, dear. Well, whatever it was, dear, tell me. Well, he said the baby could be perfectly well again within a year. Oh, thank God for that. Poor kid. She's had a tough time. Well, what else? Well, this part isn't so good, Paul. She'll need treatments during all that time. Paul, treatments cost money. I know. Well, we'll have to manage somehow. You didn't do a very good job marrying me, dear. Well, if I could only get a job. I've got my health and I've got brains. But no one seems to want them. Oh, they will, dear. They, they've got to. You're right about that. We're just about down to rock bottom. I raise every cent I can on the house and car. There isn't anything left. You and I are still left, Paul. And we've got to take care of Sally. She's our daughter, Paul, and she's got to have her chance. She's going to have it. Somehow. Tomorrow I'll start out and take anything I can get. Darling, perhaps tomorrow things will break for us. Yes. If only they don't break the wrong way. No more beds. Okay. Over here. Excuse me, but... Are you the boss here? That's right. I'm looking for a job. Nothing doing, buddy. I'll do anything. Wait on table, wash dishes, anything at all. I don't need any more help. Well, how about delivering things? I've got a car. Nope, I don't deliver nothing. Sorry, I don't need you. I see. All right. Thanks. Hey. Hey, you. What? You calling to me? Yeah, sit down. Have a beer. No, thanks. I, I don't drink. Anyhow, sit down. I need a friend of mine named Lefty. My name's Red. <laughs> Look at my hair and you'll know why. Well, I'm glad to meet you both. Gordon's my name. Paul Gordon. Well, do you want to talk to me about something? We might. Might be able to help you out. Sounds like you're looking for a job. You bet I am. I, I need one. You know anybody that could use me? Maybe. We don't know you yet. <laughs> so far as that goes... I don't know you either. So you read the guy smart. Yeah, maybe too smart. Now look here, Mr. Gordon. We need a car. We need somebody to drive it for us. You understand? Well, I've got a car and I can drive. Is it a good car? Is it got speed? I'll guarantee you up to 80. It's not bad. It's not bad. Now listen, kid. How about meeting us tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock? All right. Where? Well, let's see. Uh, we're going to... Um... I got it. Right in front of the Uptown Bank. we got to go there first to cash a check. So... How about five dollars a day? That's all. But you remember, be there at nine o'clock or you don't get no job. And don't worry, I'll be there. I'll be there at eight o'clock. Hey, buddy. You can't keep this car in front of the bank all day. I just see that sign, no parking. I'm not parking, officer. I'm waiting for a couple of men. I'm working for them. Oh. Hey, what's that? Hey, oh, Sounds like shot in the back. Hey, there he is. Hey, 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 Come on, you stop that much more. Step on him, pull up. You can't do that. God, I was you. Let him have 
Not even a print. We had gloves on all the time. 
You had yours off for a minute when you were sitting next to him. Yeah, but uh, I didn't touch the wheel. And we ain't left a clue. You think so? Who said that? You left it? No, I, I thought it was you. It was I. You cannot see me. Who are you? And where are you? I am here in the room. In the shadow. You have pinned your crime on an innocent man. He shall not suffer. But you will. I don't know who you are, where you are, but you're bluffing anyway. You got no evidence. We didn't leave a clue. You did leave a clue. A clue that will send you to the chair. Where was it? Where was it? You're lying. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to believe that? Keep thinking about it. Keep thinking about the clue that you forgot. <laughs> Margot Lane, Paul Gordon is in the death house and is to die in the chair tonight. I am going to him now. We can still save him. Stand by for orders. moments, we will return to the shadow. But before we do, let me stress this one fact. For home heating, anthracite is best. And America's finest anthracite is blue coal. Anthracite is the helpful fuel. It gives steady, uniform heat that helps prevent colds and cuts down doctor's bills. For with anthracite, there is no quick chilling of the house, such as you get with fuels of the on and off type, or with quick burning fuels that flare up and burn out. Bear in mind that heating plants in this part of the country were especially designed to burn anthracite. So before that cold snap catches you unaware, call your local blue coal dealer. You'll find his name listed in the where to buy it section of your classified directory under the words blue coal. Call him tomorrow and order a supply of America's finest anthracite. Got any word from the governor? I'm sorry, Gordon. The governor refuses to take any action. Hey. I've got to go. Tonight? At 11 o'clock. What time is it now? Almost 10. Is there anything I can do for you? No. Thank you, Gordon. Very well. These guards will move you to another cell. I'll be back in a little while. Ready, Gordon? Yes, guard. We're just going to move you to another cell. <laughs> what does it matter? The one you're going to is nearer. <laughs> nearer to the chair, is that it? <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right, Gordon. Walk the left. We'll be right here behind you. Unlock the door into this preparation chamber, Pete. Okay, just a second. All right, go on through, Gordon. Watch him, Pete. I'll shut the door. What's the use of all this trouble? What chance have I got now? I'm afraid you haven't got much for I wouldn't say that. What do you mean? Holy smokes. Look behind you. Where? There. Oh. 
Too bad. I hated to do that, but there wasn't any other way, and he'll only be out for a while. Now, Gordon, listen to me. Where are you? I can't see you anymore. Where have you gone? Back into the shadow. Now, Gordon, we haven't much time. Listen to me. No crime is perfect. There's always somewhere a loose end. The only reason that all crimes aren't solved is because there's some one fact that someone knows and doesn't tell. And sometimes they don't tell because they don't know that they know. I told everything I know in court. They wouldn't believe me then because you couldn't prove what you said. We are going after the proof now. You and I. Huh. I'm going to think with your mind. I don't know what you mean. Don't try to understand. Just do as I tell you. I want you to concentrate, Gordon. Fix your mind on everything that happened that day. Make mental pictures. I'll see what you see. I'll try now. No. No, Gordon. Stop thinking about your wife and baby. How did you know I was thinking about that? I saw it in your mind. I see in my mind the pictures you create in yours. Oh, like television? Yes, or like mental telepathy or mind reading, hypnotism, whatever you choose. There's no time to talk. Stop talking. Think. I will. I will. I'm thinking now. The picture is getting clearer. That's better. Go on. The restaurant? The bar? Gordon, stop thinking about the electric chair. It blurs the picture. I'll try. I'll try. Ah. That's better. The car. In front of the bank. Yes. I see it. The policeman. The crowd. Yes. Wait a minute. The small man with red hair. He was the one you called Red. Yes. Yes. I see him. Crooked nose. Short. Glasses. I know that man. He's Red Sloan. It's hard to see. I know. Think for your life. Try hard. Yes. You started the car. The other, Lefty, was in front with you. Lefty. Lefty. See him for me, Gordon. Ah, yes. A scar on his left cheek. Why didn't you mention that in court? I, I forgot. Never mind. Concentrate. Yes. Yes. Lefty couldn't keep you covered with a gun and look back at the same time. What did he do? He reached up and twisted the rear view mirror. Now we've got it. Ah, that's the loose end. That's where his thumbprint will be. Gordon, now I can save you. You've told the truth. You didn't know. You knew.
right, kid. Where is he? He promised to save me. Who, son? I don't know. It was a voice. Just a voice. He, he said he'd stand by. Oh, steady, old man. Don't lose your nerve, Gordon. Open it up, man. No. Right, we'll go in there. I didn't do it. I didn't kill him. I didn't, I tell you. He said he'd stand by. He's walking away. Only a few minutes more. Just a few minutes. Don't take me in there yet. Now, no, wait. Please, please. He said, please wait. Easy, Gordon. I'm sorry. If we make him on that door, I'm gone. It'll be too late then. Take him in, man. No, 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 no. Wait. Oh, where are you? Where is that voice? Where did he go? Please come back. Warden. Warden. Wait a minute, man. Well, what is it? Warden. Wait. The governor's on the phone. He says, stop. Hold up everything. What's the governor say? He wants to talk to you on the phone, Warden. He says, don't electrocute this man. They've got the other two guys in Gordon's garage trying to rub out some fingerprints. One of them was shot and died. But before he died, he spilled it all. This fellow didn't do it. It was a frame Oh, thank God he got me in time. Gordon. Gordon. Did you hear that? Yes. Yes, I heard it. That voice said he would. I'm free. You're not going to electrocute me, Warden. You're not. No. No, Gordon. The governor saved you. Governor? No. It wasn't the governor. It was somebody else. Or something else. But what do you mean, Gordon? Who saved you? I don't know. It was a voice. Just a voice. I never really saw him. He was only... A shadow. Before another adventure with the shadow draws to a close, John Barclay, Blue Cold's heating expert, would like to say a few words. Mr. Barclay. Good evening, friends. If you're interested in having a more comfortable home this winter, be sure to call your local Blue Coal dealer. For he's more than a fuel dealer. He's an authority on modern home heating. You see, for more than six years, I've trained servicemen for these blue coal dealers. These men, known as John Barclay servicemen, have added thousands of families like yours to enjoy a greater degree of comfort and to save heating dollars, too. I'm going to read part of a letter typical of many received and satisfied customers using blue coal and John Barclay service. I quote in part, The service rendered by your John Barclay servicemen has been invaluable to me. We were burning a ton of coal a week and having great difficulty in keeping our fire going throughout the night. Your serviceman made me many helpful suggestions regarding the proper way to regulate the furnace and recommended the use of blue coal. We not only reduced the amount of fuel consumed to one half, but actually got more heat. Think of that, friends. In this case, a family cut their fuel bill in half simply by following the advice of a John Barclay serviceman whose services were given without charge. Now, you don't have to buy blue coal to benefit from John Barclay service. No matter what kind of fuel you're using or from whom you've been buying, if you have any heating problems, consult the blue coal dealer. He'll be very glad to place his John Barclay service man at your disposal to solve your problems. I thank you. The story you have just heard is copyrighted by The Shadow Magazine. Real names are never used in these shadow stories. <laughs> the weed of crime. There's death.
Did you like the very first episode of The Shadow? I know, I know, a lot of hype. <laughs> for some of you out there, you're loving it, and it must be a nostalgic hit for sure. Others out there might be thinking, huh, okay, so this is what The Shadow is like. Interesting. For me, this is unique. It's the first time I've heard it, the original that is, and in great clarity with limited noise. And it's super special for me because... I knew a little bit about The Shadow from a video game I used to play called Fallout 4, where the developers would not only include old versions and new versions of The Shadow OTR in the game, but you could pick up power-ups that would help you fight enemies with an unknown stranger hidden in the darkness, or even find a character called The Shadow in the Silver Shrouded quest for Fallout 4. A little bit of trivia from me to you mates, and reminds me that I'm not the only one that loves OTRs so damn much. Okay, folks, stay brilliant, which is easy for you lovelies. And tomorrow, if you've reached out to me, I'll be spending time to reach right back out to you. As always, mates, till next we meet.